and uh, for this particular film i felt like it was it was it was interesting i wanted to talk this one particular because when i saw it the first time i was like that it kind of transcended the film because it was to his intention jonah hill directed by jonah hill um he wanted to present it as like like tools to the world that helped him Mm -hmm. absolutely like uh uh I thought that was like I, I think I te- I remember texting Antonio right away. I was like, dude, like the part about he talked about um, the journey for self or something like that. The, the yes. he was talking yeah. about writing. It was yeah. a good good avenue for uh, le- like learning to engage with oneself. But yeah, um, but anyway, like uh, yeah. So I I thought I wanted to start. Sorry for my like trying to figure out a format for this, uh, but. One thing is, uh, like, for those that are, li- for listeners that are not familiar, you can do the lookup, but the synopsis for the film is a documentary dropped in 2022, and it chronicles the life and career of a psychotherapist, Dr. Phil Stutz. Have you guys looked him up yet? Can you can you become a patient? I don't think so, but I feel like probably, I don't think that my career maybe aligns with his, but yeah. probably you and Antonio Absolutely, because I feel like he's um, a therapist for the creatives. That's what has come across to me. So that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. I, I I haven't done too much back like background on him, but I did look up his after I saw the documentary. Like not the first time, but recently when I rewatched it, I looked up his his website and like it's funny. He actually like the tools that he mentioned in the documentary are. It seems like there are like only like a few of them. Mm. And it seems like they, they expand beyond like even what's mentioned. So there's like so much that you can talk, like you can kind of get into it. He's like very specific about like, you know, there's tools for different, you know, if like you have addiction issues or, or you know, very specific things. So it's interesting to like kind of, so I, I did like a little bit of research on him, but, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, um, it seems like there's like a, like a, it's very rich for anybody to, you know, if they want to explore further the the i i think what the, like i i wanted to talk about this movie because it was i kind of looked at it as a challenge because it's it's not so much talking about like like we can definitely talk about it like like as a, as a as a as a movie or a piece of cinema but it also like it also operates i mean it's a documentary right so that has its own category of filmmaking i mean we took that documentary class in in Long Beach. Yeah. So it always we always have that like oh let me uh, uh right. put that but but it's also like it's also not a film to discuss because there's actual elements of inst- there's like instructional elements as well. Right. Um that that I find interesting and I I think that like the challenge of discussing this movie is that it's it's also it operates like a like I said it operates like a movie but it also operates like a, like some like a, something informative, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I see. Your, I see what you're saying because it's almost like it's hard to look at like to look at it with both lenses. Mm. Like I, I think when I because I was earlier I was saying to Mark like when I first stumbled upon the documentary like months a couple months ago, I didn't even know what it was. Like I honestly didn't even read the the caption below it. Mm. I was just like I think it was one of those nights where I was just you know I'm curious. I don't want to really I want to watch something without even knowing any background on it. And I looked at the thumbnail and I was like I'm just gonna click on it. And I was just like pleasantly surprised because what it was, was like, I wasn't looking at it from like a filmmaking stance. It was more of just like, I was like, I'm curious to see what this is. And then like, when I started watching, I was like, oh man, this is like the it's like perfect timing for, you know, kind of some stuff that I'm going through. And I learned, I like feel like I learned so much. So yeah, I wasn't really necessarily like kind of looking at it through um, as like a, you know, somebody who's into film or anything like that. It was just more of a, I just felt like I was just picking up like useful information for my life. So, mm, yeah, I, I definitely see that. Mark, I know you said you have, you, I can see your little notebook. What do you got? What do you got written down? Cause I was saying like, you can talk about this as a book or I'm sorry, as a, as a movie, as a cinema, mm-hmm. as, as, as a piece of cinema, but there's, a, there's a large component of it. It's like, hold on, you need a notebook and like write stuff down and carry it with you. I don't think you do that with any other movie. I can't think of a movie where you're like, you, you get informative information that you have to, you have to really write down. 
and take away yeah. from you uh, because yeah. it does it does work in a way that it, like it deserves multiple repeated repeated watches you know it's like this is something that's that's it's 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 personal self-development in a way that i i don't think i've ever seen in a, in a f- movie type format like an entertainment type format agreed agreed yeah i well today makes number three because yeah. i wanted like a refresher and Tonio and i were speaking about it earlier um how useful the tools are for right now yeah today you can pick these tools up and you can um they're they're applicable to right now you know you don't have to wait you don't have to you know do some special work or you know you can literally uh take the tools and apply them to your daily uh life and i that is what really rang home for me personally watching this because i am currently in the season of everything that he pretty much talked about you know um I, I mean, they cross everything. They talk about love, loss. Um, I was speaking with Tony earlier about this too. Uh, the maze. I just really heard about the maze today um, when he talked about don't get caught up in the maze. You know, um, so it just all of these points are, are 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 very valid and real in my life right now, and I think that's why this stuck out to me so much. Uh, one thing I, I like one thing i'm trying to un- figure out how to like talk about this is is i think it's i i i struggle with with uh having a podcast about films because i also know that i want people to see it and i don't want to spoil it as well but the but i feel like like i want to talk to spoilers this is me talking to the third party the the, mm-hmm. the fourth wall right now but um, but it's but it, like the reason why I'm bringing this up is because like I want to talk about those points that he makes because they deserve recognition and they also deserve like it's it's I think it's healthy for people to have these kind of conversations with with other individuals. That's why it works in like so many levels that are that is like not just a movie. It's it kind of breaks that. Like, absolutely like jonah hill whether you want to like think he's a great actor or i think this is a second or directorial debut do you know what I'm yeah about? he did that he did like a actually like a feature film right like just a narrative movie uh, a couple years ago. i got my mom i got my computer in front of me oh let me double check like, <laughs> uh, i want to say mid 90s is that the oh one? yeah yeah mid 90s mid 90s yeah he did mid 90s and uh he wrote that. I don't see a director's credit in his IMDb, but he, yeah, he did. He did mid '90s. I remember he did that film. So, so when he came and did this one, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna just." I guess he just decided to say, "Like, I'm gonna do a documentary about my therapist, and we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that we talked about in therapy." But he doesn't go into any of his stuff. He just goes into the direct. Like he's focused. The subject is the his therapist. So there we go. He talks about his life, you know, or for most parts, like his background, his upbringing, how he became who he yeah. is, the trauma that he went through as a child. Um, yeah. And so, uh, but, but the through line structurally of the film is like the, these kind of, uh, the tools that he said, what, what was the thing he said at the very beginning? Uh, towards the beginning, he said um, uh, that, like most there most like counselors or therapists that would say like they they like the the subject oh, right. let the subject figure it out yeah, on his yeah. own don't do yeah just anything. let them figure it out yeah, and he's like i don't subscribe to that at all like i'm yeah. like, here i'm gonna give you tools to ma- that you're gonna immediately real find time improvement. i think i think like, honestly i think that's that's the line that hooked me when i first started watching right. i'm like because because i think I mean, just I'll just be candid. Like I've had therapy, and I've been, you know, I've I've seen therapists in the past, and and it's always the same. You know, it's like it's a sl- it's a slow process, and, and it's a long process. They say, like, to kind of if you want to, you know, improve yourself, and, and and I believe that that's that's kind of the truth. It's like you you want to you got to invest time if you want to, you know, improve. But I, I think the thing that kind of stuck out with this is like he's like, no, I can give you things to like kind of help you right now, like today, and and that's like. And I think that's, you know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be cured, but you're going to at least start like 
do something that you can see results. Mm. So I think that's when you start talking like like um, that first part, like the pyramids dis- discusses. Right, right. So, so that so that's like the the uh, I don't even know what to call them. They're his his rules or his tools or he doesn't yeah, really yeah. call them anything. He just draws. No, I think they're just tools. Yeah, yeah, tools. Yeah, right. I will call them tools. That's kind and of I would, how some... those describe. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, like I'll fidgeting in the back. I would I would call them tools, and I also just for the listeners, you we there's no way we can unpack this entire film documentary movie however we you know you want to describe it we can't unpack it we can choose bullet points that we relate to but there's it's so meaty you know um there's a there's a lot of great information that we cannot unpack we can unpack it over multiple um you know what i mean uh sessions but we definitely can unpack it today you know because i don't want people to think that this is something it's not it's just not like a quick you know, we can definitely all share and be candid about how it affected us and what we took from it, you know, but I do want people to still go and watch it and not listen to us and not go and watch it because they're going to get something completely different. But it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the internet. That's all. So it's, it's like, if you haven't watched it, pause this recording, watch it, then come back and play. <laughs> that's, I think that's the, how, how it, how it works. Cause you want to be right. part of the conversation. <laughs> But, yeah. uh, but so, yeah, so like that was mostly what I wa- wanted to talk, talk about, but also there's the, the, the stuff with the parents and how the parents basically like the dad, his relationship to his father or at mm-hmm. least both of them, but his father basically turned to him and said like, I love you son, but if you're not going to be a doctor, then yeah, your life, is, your life is meaningless to me. And like, it's just yeah. like, that's kind of like a crazy thing. And that's like why he becomes a doctor. And then his son, or not his son, his his mother his brother died his brother died at three yeah, yeah like they his three-year-old son his three, why do i call him his, keeps calling him his son his three-year-old his brother was three and i think old. he was nine at the time yes that's yeah. right it was nine so those are like traumatic experiences that, that shaped yeah. really much, pretty much shaped who he is um and and so yeah like when he immediately went into uh you know i'm going to give you these tools and you're going to immediately, and he, and he doesn't, and he doesn't like what, what I found interesting is like, he doesn't present him in a way. I mean, he has Parkinson. He's an old man. He's like, do what you will with his advice. He's like, he he's like no bullshit kind of character. Right. So that's yeah. what yeah. makes it more, um, I don't know, the more yeah. acceptable of the advice that you're hearing. That you right. Just, Absolutely. It's almost like you believe it. it's like credibility. Like, like it's weird with with therapy or any kind of psychology because it's like they have you know like when you see somebody they have like this goal like you know they're they're trying to make a living too so you're trying to you know they want you you got, you got to pay for it and that's understandable it's, it's a profession but then also like in this way it's like this documentary is basically just giving it to you you know it's it's like you know obviously you have to have like be have a netflix account but it's not i don't think that's like the point it's like i don't think it's to make money it's more of just to um I think he says in the beginning, it's like, I want to share the tools that Phil Stutz has sure. kind of developed for the world. So, yes. And it's in that way, it's like, it feels, and then the guy's like very straightforward. He's just like, and the way he is, I think part of it too is his humor. He's like, I think one of the things he says to Jonah Hill is like, um, he's, I guess, whenever he sees him, he, he always tells him, like, I don't want you to like keep throwing your shit on me. Yeah, because, dump all your shit on me. Yeah, don't yeah. dump all your shit on me. Mm-hmm. It's just hilarious because, like, that's what you think about when you think, like, a, I'm sure they get like shit dumped on them all the time, like therapists or any kind of counselor. But you know, is that that? Yeah, that that kind of stuff is just it makes it feel more like authentic. You're like you can mm-hmm. like trust this guy more because he's like not bullshitting you. Right. Yeah. Right. So what do you what do you think? Like let's let's yeah. I mean I think if I recall, plus my memory, I'm like I keep uh, I think I keep dodging the <laughs> the point of this conversation. It's like. I don't remember all of them. So, Mark, you did a good job by writing them down. Because, I, I mean, we don't have to discuss all of them, but definitely like the ones that resonated the most. In fact, the reason why I want to watch it again. All right. So, this, this is a good segue. Sorry for the interruption. This is a good segue. Um, is to get into like what those those the tools, right? Yes. And, and just how that resonated with us, and how if you're applying them already applying them or not and plan on to like the first one of course is just like 
Uh, like I said, I don't remember all of them and I had to, uh, rewatch it just to like, you know, I was so stuck on the first one and that was the, 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 if you're ever lost in life, no matter what, if you work on your life force, everything will kind of come into play. And that was the, what you mentioned, Antonio, the, the pyramid, right? He draws yeah, everything yes. he's drawn. Um, and so explaining to the, the listener here, um, the life force is basically, see, I, don't, I didn't write them down. Mark. What, what, what are they? They're the, they're the, uh, the relationship to self relationship it's or to your body. body. Yes. People yourself. If I have that correct. Right. If right. I wrote it down yes, correctly. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And those were the three, and it made so much sense to me. Like a, a huge light bulb came on, um, and I was again. I was speaking. With, me and Tonyo had like a whole. Oh, you already like, had that conversation. We already yeah, had the we conversation. Had like <laughs> we had a conversation about it earlier today, and I was telling him how uh, how important the body was, uh, just because it's good just to get your exercise in. You know, we were talking about just getting out and going for a walk. You know what I mean? Just. Uh, stepping away and, and, and having that time, you know, just mm. getting out and getting some fresh air in your neighborhood or whatever the case is, 20 minute walk, whatever works for you, but that does help your mental. And I think we, um, I don't think it gets enough credit or enough shine and we kind of just downplay it, you know, because if we think exercise, everyone thinks getting shredded, you know what I mean? It's just like, no, you need this exercise for your mental stability and mental health. It is a good thing for you to step away and get that peace. Um, however that looks for you. But just getting out and, and getting on a walk. And I was telling him how relevant it was for me because recently that's what I my doctor just had a conversation with me about. I was like, no, this is what you need to do. We're gonna have to get you back out and get active. Cause I would just I would stay in for days at a time. So that one definitely resonated with me. People, relationships, and then yourself. So you guys can please uh add what you guys took away from body and people and what yeah, yeah. Antonio. Yeah, no. I, so, so what blew me away was that he was saying that like eighty five percent, at least in the beginning, is your body. So he's like, oh yeah. So, yeah. so he, he was like, well, what? He like, he's like, what does that account for? He's talking about like exercise, and I think I want to say like maybe sleep as well. Yeah. And he's saying like, um, you know, how much is, does that account for? And he's like eighty five percent. And Jonah Hill's like blown away. He's like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Like it's that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it's like what significant exa- part. Yeah. What exactly is the eighty five percent? It's like the, um, your body, like your, your relationships, your body, like of those three levels, it's like your body's the bottom one. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess like, you know, it accounts for like 85%, I guess, of your, of your just wellness, like your, I guess your mental wellness. Yeah. So basically saying like, like, and, and I think the thing was with Jonah Hill in particular was like, I think growing up, he was overweight mm. and his mom, I guess, in a way, like, I don't know, indirectly, maybe shame kind of made him feel ashamed of it. Yeah. So we always felt like getting in shape was a thing where it was like, you know, I, I have to do this to maybe please my mom or I have to like look, yeah, like like look shredded or I have to like, it's it's more of like an aesthetic thing. But, but it, what like what, like the Stutz, like Phil Stutz is saying is it's like, it's about your mental health. It has nothing to do with like appearance. I mean, that's like, that's maybe like a byproduct of it, but you know, this is more about your, all about your mental health. So that alone, it, like the fact that it, it accounts for like that much of it, is it's pretty crazy. Like I was pretty blown away by that too. I was like, shit, I, because I, because I, I honestly have neglected my, you know, my physical health for the past few years mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I've been trying to get back on it recently, like I think the past couple of weeks. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that's that 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 big of a part of it. So yeah, it's it's definitely the the. It was like a tip of the we're, we're still just on the body component of it. So like yeah, uh, th- yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like eighty five percent. We're still on the body part. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and this, you know, and like, this is what's so great about this film. You know, so right, right. It's like just I. I think like being my first talking about it as a piece of of cinema is like I watched it in my first go. I think I was still stuck on that body part the mm-hmm. life force for the most part, but that for like, I, I wasn't really listening to the rest of the movie. And then I'm like, Oh man, I'm missing all these other, you know, pearls. Uh, but I'm like, I've, I've neglected my body. I know like we've known each other for long, uh, long enough to, to be able to say, 
you know, at least how you guys view me, like you've seen me through the different phases, you know, because there was a time I was really all doing like a lot of Spartan runs and I had a personal mm-hmm. trainer and I was losing all the weight and I was CrossFit yeah. and then, and then I neglected that. And then I was trying to do, we were writing Antonio and we were all yeah. like, I was neglecting my body and all I kept focusing on was just like making myself a better writer or getting smarter and some thing that I was trying to achieve with that. Um, and, and I was treating my mind and my body as two independent things, so to speak. Mm. Um, and I, like I never that. looked at it as like one, one thing on top of the other, which to, to, to further explain the, 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 this pyramid scheme that Stutz was talking about was that, it's like your your body is the base in the middle tier is is your relationships to people around you and then on top of that is your relationship to yourself um i was looking at those things not as a pyramid but as like a you know like oh i've been focusing on my health for too much you know like cuz i was yeah. obsessing over it and i wasn't really developing myself you know my relationships was shit you know sorry mark we were <laughs> we were having a rough time and you know and i wasn't the best friend at the time and and then and then also my romantic relationships were were floundering and so you know there was that situation but all i kept worried, worried about was my physical health right my fitness my fitness my fitness that's all i kept going on about and then and then after that i stopped doing my and i started focusing on my mind and, and being you know working doing my my um you know we were writing and then and then i wanted i was thinking about like what do i do career-wise i wanted to take a better go at at the corporate world and really and, and i was neglecting neglecting my health my physical health so i was gaining all this weight but i was just like all i kept about was worrying about my mind mentally and i was writing a ton you know what i mean like uh working on that aspect of it but i was neglecting the physical health and so i was still like in this kind of like like rut in between things and and when he talked about the life force being a a unification of everything into one you know pyramid scheme uh i was kind of like oh shoot (laughs) you know i had it i had it right but i was only focusing on one little piece of it you know like i wasn't looking at it as like a it's like a, no, it's it's a it's a it's a balance of everything. You have to kind of you unify everything, and then that's when everything will fall into place, and uh, on and on, and 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 I think that's kind kind of kind of like what I took from it. Um, so that's the the first one, right? And so like to move on, what was the second one after that? People relationships, yeah. No, that's the that's the tool. What's the next? Oh, because remember, he goes into segment. It does a segment, and then he goes into his life, and then yeah, he goes into another segment. I don't remember. Like one, that. one of them was. I, uh, I want to say like he starts talking about part X. Like, like oh, after, I do have part X here. Yeah, yeah. So I want to say that like after he talks about like life force, it's like part X, and then I don't know if there's like how how like the if there's like it's if it's chronological, but. I feel like part X was like the next thing that he mentions after. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, uh, I'm sorry. My formatting is all on. So, right. You have, you have your life force, your, your part X, uh, the maze. I don't even know if I'm using that for, cause that was one is all like undeniable acceptance or self acceptance <laughs> or something like that. And then, yeah, we, we talked about the maze earlier too. Yeah. The, 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 ones, the maze yeah. is a trip. That one was a trippy one. And I, and I I had to be like pause and then be like what the hell did I just hear? <laughs> yeah. But what was part X? Do you remember Antonio? So basically, uh, so part X is I'm trying to remember now. Actually, um, I, I think it's just like I, I want to say it's just like like the negativity. I want maybe like whatever is um, everything that's like it's like if you have something you want to achieve for yourself it's the side part of, x is self-sabotage right right it's the part of you that will that will literally tell you you yeah. can't do it it's like yes. yeah it's a voice inside your head that's saying like you know i got this new job promotion for example and it's saying like you can't do this job like you got right you don't i qualify or some shit yeah 
Right, right. And every and he's like, everyone deals with this and it'll never go away. You know what yeah. I mean? And and that's the um is it's like that's the truth and how you struggle through that um is is how you find find resi- find resilience because there was another comment that uh, Jonah Hill had a had a point where he said he's like life is suffering and then without the suffering this is yeah. his 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 realization is like without the suffering you can't grow and that's what that's what Mr. X or self X or the X I, I, yeah part X part X is is there almost like it's a necessity yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's saying like you, you need that to, um, to like have an opportunity to, yeah, for growth. I yeah, because they talked. He talk, he mentioned that too. Like you have to look at every, not you have to, but he said something along the lines of, you look at every struggle, every setback, every failure it's, as an as an opportunity. It's like yeah. an oppor- is an opportunity. And there's a self excerpt. I'm using that phrase wrong in all of that. Of, of, that part, if something bad happens, is, is there's a part of you that says that happened because of myself, or you know, it, it is my fault, and that and that and that's an opportunity for you to grow from that. Um, yeah, that they describe his... Part X as imagine Part X as the villain on the journey of your evolution as a human. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> like, which is a lot to unpack in itself it right right um, it's like whoa it's kind of like snaps thing in the focus you know like hearing something yeah. like that um so it's a lot to it's, yeah it's a lot to yeah unpack. tony and i we're, were talking about that earlier and it's it's basically the voice in your mind that tells you that you can't do what you're not um capable of you know it's it's really like it's all the negative thoughts and all the things that we beat ourselves up. That is what part X's role is in all of our lives. Mm. Um, and sometimes when you listen to it, you just kind of go down this dark spiral of things that are not right or things that you cannot overcome. Mm. So that's the way I looked at part X. And we both share stories about our like immediate part X right now um, in life, which was very very parallel so it was it was it was interesting to hear when other when your friends are on it's you guys are on your journey and you're not alone in dealing with mm. what these you know what i mean yeah yeah part x's role in 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 our lives right, as you right, may right, right. um antonio i'm gonna ask this question of you like for coming what do you think of Jonah Hill's decision to break the to to get like super meta with and break the fourth wall. Oh yeah, so that the, happened the, around the, the time of the self X revolution. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. That was very interesting because it was like it's such a it's such a it takes you out of it. It's, it's very yeah, as you said, it's, like, it's very meta because he goes he goes outside of it, and that was an interesting interesting choice to be made. I guess like as a filmmaker, yeah. it's like to break that wall and just to go that way. But I, I kind of like that he did that because maybe it, it kind of maybe it, it kind of goes back to like what we were talking about earlier about you know this is you know it's a film but I feel like first for me at least like the first, it was first like it was a like a, like a channel of information for me like I almost didn't like really like, like acknowledge the, the whole film I mean things like that were cool but um, but yeah I guess as far as like the decision to do that like it was. I kind of, I guess it kind of made me trust it more. It was like another thing about trust, you know, like this is information that you're getting from a, you know, like a source that, you know, this guy's maybe reputable, like he's an actor and I'm sure he kind of believes in it, but I guess in, in order to, um, I guess to re- like truly be open, he, he, he felt the need to say it, you know, he was struggling with, with making the film. Like he had these setbacks and, he had that point where, like, yeah, when he stops and it's like he realizes it's like a green screen because he's been like yeah. shooting it for like over a year. It's been and he over takes a his year. Off. He takes his yeah. wig off and he's just like, yeah. "What are we doing yeah. here? This is the worst idea." He goes into and, like that whole, like, like this and, whole pit of despair, I guess. Yeah, and and I guess well that that part in particular, like, I guess as any as creative people in general, like you hit you hit that wall when you're like working on a project where it's like. I've done this thing and like, I feel like I, I'm having trouble with it and you kind of get stuck in it. 
So I guess that's why I was able to kind of trust him more because it was like, you know, I sympathize with that. Mm, yeah. You're trying to finish something and like you hit this wall and it's just like, it's taking way longer than it should. And yeah. So. Yeah. It, yeah. It was definitely really interesting that he, he, uh, I, th- I think Mark and I talked about that where like there were certain things in the movie where we were kind of like, uh, he didn't have to leave that in, but he chose to leave it in. Yes. Or he made right. that Jonah Hill made that interesting decision to say, I'm going to show like, I'm going to bring the, what is it called? I'm going to like give everyone a peek behind the curtain and see how this thing is actually being made. And then I'm going to record us watching dailies of us shooting this yeah. scene and, and get inspiration from that. And, and so it, it definitely was a risk for him to do um, because it's not like this is some, you know, back channel indie film. You know, it's like a film to be released on Netflix, which is a big platform. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that was a, uh, that was an interesting choice. Yeah, self self X or X rated. <laughs> uh, what the X. fuck was the X rated be getting me? I don't know, man. Let's go. <laughs> that X rated. I'm about to get X rated right now. <laughs> I want to stay <laughs> Mark, what you drinking right now? Let's take, let's take a pause to observe. What are you drinking right now? Is that a red? Uh, a Cabernet? It's a Sarai by Trader Ooh, Joe's. Damn. Okay. Two buck check? You know I'll be killing that two buck check. <laughs> no, it's not. And no shade against it. Two buck check is great also. But this is a Trader Joe's Reserve. And they have like the end cap of it. And they have this and a cab. And I just wanted to go for this. What about you? And Oh, yeah. We were talking like before we recorded. But uh, plug it, plug it, plug it for the people. What was it? It's some Elijah Craig small batch. Oh, okay. Kentucky bourbon. Where you can you find it? Uh, what, 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 uh, you know, I, I found it at Ralph's. At Ralph's. In, uh, in, uh, you guys are making me hungry. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Shoot, <laughs> shoot. Sure, sure. All right, well, let, let's make this balanced here. Let's talk. Let's talk okay. one more thing, uh, and we'll leave the viewers that decide to watch it and explore the other ones. But uh, what was it? Um, let's let's talk the maze. We mentioned the maze. What is the maze? I still don't. Hundred percent understand it, but second time I watched it, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Wow. So the maze is something that I, in when the way I interpret it, it was very much so not getting caught up in like the apologies you didn't get or the the way situations didn't work out for you that you had planned. Um, I felt like the maze, the way I understood for me personally it was like don't get caught in the apologies the apologies you didn't get the disappointments um the the plans that you had that didn't really didn't work out and you just kind of keep replaying all of those kind of disappointments or failures if you may in your life you keep replaying them replaying them replaying them and you kind of never get out of that to the next step Mm. so and i know and I've seen people kind of do that where they kind of can't move past a certain ceiling because they're, they still haven't gotten the closure that they wanted from whatever it was that's in their maze. So for instance, like they, there are people that are, that are my age that are still like, Oh, my mom and dad didn't do this, you know? And at some point you have to say, you know, for my peace and for my growth and just for my sanity, I'm going to have to let this go Marcus. and be okay with how it's turned out now Marcus, and kind of move on there. Was that for me, Mark? Did you say No, that it's for not. Me? Did you just no. say that for me? Cuz uh-uh. I was just busy. I've been going to like in the last I I I'm not in therapy right now for the moment, but uh in the last like 6 months to a year I was in therapy. One thing that I kept coming up frustrating, I'm like I feel like I'm in a loop. I feel like I'm in yeah. a loop. I feel like I'm yeah. in a goddamn loop. I keep mm-hmm. complaining about the same things. I keep cropping up over and over again. Mm-hmm. I was getting frustrated. Yeah. And I have I, siblings who, who suffer from it. That's how I, that's who I was referring to. Well, not you. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just saying, was that for me? To be clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 I that's how I, like that's how I resonate with it because I'm like, because that's what was happening with me. You know, mm-hmm. and, and little like 
I call it the loop, but what I, was essentially what I was experiencing is what uh, the maze. maze. And I did a look up on uh, and read it. Just gave me a hit. I actually want to read this because it it is like the way it's explained. It, so it's the maze is a creation of Pardex. It is the perfect tool of Pardex to keep you stuck in a seemingly endless cycle a loop depriving Woo! you of the life force needed for forward movement uh oh and the forward movement going back to that is is apparent it's not a pyramid but i think what they describe is an arrow mm-hmm. isn't that what he said is an arrow i thought i believe really, i, took, I've I seen it, it on one of your arrow. drawings oh yeah but yeah. i don't think he said it but i think i've seen yeah. it on one of maybe his maybe that's just me I, I thought they referenced it as an arrow but that was like you want forward momentum like you don't yes. want to be in the same right yeah. Okay, so going back to, to this Reddit post, uh, Stutz Toolkit subreddit. Anyway, the maze involves mechanisms of blame to keep you trapped from recognizing your free will and capability to push past experiences of pain and suffering into endless opportunities of growth. By blaming others, we give our over our power and self-determination for change. By blaming ourselves, we harness self-defeating thoughts emotions habits and behaviors thus mismanaging our life force for self-destruction instead of growth and forward movement the first step of exiting the maze is to recognize and become aware that you are temporarily entangled in this energetic field uh oh he talks about the energy field which is interesting too oh and my battery is about to die the next step is for this podcast this next step is to use tools to align yourself with forces within the field to propel you forward and realize your life force. So that that is kind of a uh, subredditor's dude nine nine one two. His 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 explanation, but wow. Uh, I remember I Stutz said something in the documentary. From what I remember, uh, from my memory, was that he said it's like if you whenever you're in a situation where you feel like someone owes you something, like like you mentioned yes. an apology, or mm-hmm. someone owes you money, or Dare we say, I mean, I've talked about it multiple times. Uh, we were in the G block together, Antonio, and I had a gripe with like, oh, he owed me this and reparations. Better, 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 reparations. Mark, you talk, we're going to talk about reparations on this. <laughs> I mean, it means something different for everybody. But for you, that was your reparations, okay? We're going to have to go to, we're going to have to have a discussion about a reparations. <laughs> My ancestors. Anyway, uh, uh, that this is the the quote uh, that you're you're gonna be trapped in a maze and life is fleeting, right? Life is fleeting. Yeah. Life is short, yes. and to be caught in the maze is just is just detrimental. It's like you're you're losing time. Um, so, so these are yeah, these are all powerful. These are those powerful, more powerful than a. Yeah, like a silly Netflix documentary should <laughs> should be able to produce, but uh, I felt like it was it's, it should be required reading for every adult <laughs> that's out well, there. Right one now. thing I, I wanted to add to the um, to the whole maze thing was that I remember what he said was the I guess like his response to that was that was something he called active love, which mm. is where he would think about it was, it was a practice, and and it, it's explained in the, in the documentary about like how you think about the person that you feel wronged you. And it's, he said, I think it's usually, or sometimes it's a person. I, I don't know if that's always the case, but mm. let's say it's a person like maybe they bullied you or something like that. You, you're thinking about like sending them love. Mm. And I guess that's his like, his like, um, and I guess an antidote to dealing with the, with being in the maze is like to kind of send that person love. And, and I guess in that, through that process, you get, Maybe you kind of find some peace with it. Hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Good pull. Yeah. I totally forgot about. Yeah. It. Now I gotta watch this movie again. Sure. Yeah. It, well, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Like, like I think when it, when the documentary was going, I had to pause it and like kind of do it because I think he kind of talks you through it, like talks you through going. Because I think. Oh yeah, that's right. You, you close your yeah. eyes. You close yes. your eyes. It's like this whole thing that he does. Yeah. So. He says, "You close your eyes. You." You think of you take you take all the things that you you have find most precious or most grateful for, mm-hmm. right? Two two or three things, and then he says you think of one more thing, but then you stop. You don't name it. You just let the feeling feel you, 
Yeah, yeah. I think there's like a couple of things in there that's that's similar. Like they'll yeah. kind of like talk you through, which is which is awesome about the documentary too. It's like you can kind of participate in it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's interactive. It's, it's like it, 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 it's it breaks the mold of what it's it's supposed to be, which I, I found I found interesting. Um, so, um, but yeah, that's I, honestly. I mean, let's it's. It's an interesting film, at least. I I think it's great. Um, I I recommend it. Would you recommend it, Mark? <laughs> I would. I would definitely recommend it. And there's just one more. There's oh, just yeah. one more uh, piece that yeah, I wanted to bring up too, because I had to write. I had to write this down. And he said, if you can get in the habit of understanding and getting used to this, he said that pain, uncertainty, and constant work. Oh it's yeah, something. and if you can get in the habit of understanding what that means for you, it's like it's freeing for you. You know what I mean? There's freedom and 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 learning that. And when I I really sat and thought about all three, you know, because I feel like everyone has dealt with all three, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with someone last night, and I was like, "Yo, this constant work thing sometimes is exhausting." You know what I mean? Like constant working on yourself. You know, the, the, the constant, um, work to be a good human. You know what I mean? Good son, father, friend. You know what I mean? Like all the things, just that constant work is, is, um, sometimes taxing, you know, depending on what, where you're at. But I really, really enjoyed that because I've, I've experienced all three in my life and each one of them have definitely like separate lanes. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, I, that was one one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys before you wrap. But yeah. So how do you think um, this documentary? What what do you think it's what do you think this dark this documentary portrays uh, in in like the relationship between a therapist and a patient? <laughs> I know it's like I'm throwing a curveball. So I I know I've seen some of the articles and reviews and things when you you know of course look this movie up and a lot of people have gripe and a lot of people thought it was great and if you are looking at it uh between their relationship and the like what the rules are in the practice of therapy should and are compared to what they just did, if you look at it through that lens, then it it might be a little complicated for you. If you look at this and say, these are amazing tools, I'm glad that they decide to share with the world what they've learned together, then you're going to miss that whole part of, this is probably not a great practice. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it just depends on how you view it and what you take from it. You know, Um, and it is, that is a curveball because I'm sure a lot of people uh, mainly ther- therapists don't want to be this close to their patients. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Don't want to have this kind of relationship. Just want to come in, let them talk and leave and charge them how much, whatever they charge them. And that's really no real work. And I feel like they've helped each other. This is a very interesting dynamic. You know, I really feel like Stutz and him are both grown from this patient-doctor relationship. So I, I feel like that they crack the ceiling with this. Um, I am in no way a therapist or have a degree in therapy or <laughs> any, you know what I mean? Any mental health degrees. Yeah. But I do want to say, I, I really feel like they, they broke through the ceiling with this and, and decided to let us in on their world. Mm-hmm. Antonio, so it looked like Jonah Hill didn't promote this film anywhere on social media. How do you think that affected the reception of the film? Oh, the fact that he didn't promote it anywhere. Um, no. You know what? I, I guess, I guess it's kind of like the experience that I had, where it's like I, like I had no idea what it was about going into it, and I don't know how other people kind of stumble upon it, but for me, like I was saying before, I was like, I kind of just, it looked interesting, and, and you know, the thing is that I was thinking about it is like, Jonah Hill is kind of like, I, I think a lot of us, like, like us, identify. He's like in our age group, so. That could be like a big factor. Like I'm, like you know, we we kind of 
we've been like watching his films for years mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, you know, he's like kind of our, around our age. So that honestly could have been a reason that I was like, okay, I maybe might watch this guy over like, I don't know, like, uh, maybe like a, an actor that's like maybe 15 years younger than I am. Mm. And, it, and it's almost like, so I, I guess I kind of trust him more. But the fact that like it was not not really much, you know, he didn't promote it too much. I guess that's it kind of goes also back to me kind of trusting him more. Like, okay, this is not really is he? I feel like he's genuinely like really wants to share this information with people. It's not about you know trying to um, make, I guess, like make money off of it or you know. I, I guess so I, I I feel I guess I kind of trust him more because of that. So yeah. Also, can I just? Piggyback on what Tony just said too. I felt like he put this body of work out, and he he knew that it would land in the right hands. The right people will find it. This was one of those projects where he's like, "I'm going to put this information out, and it's going to find the right people." No, I'm not going to do all this ad advertising, and you know, all, you know, all of these things behind it, social media push, and you know, reposting, and all of those things. Like, and look, it landed in our it landed in our laps. Yeah. And it's something that's helped all three of us immensely. So, yeah, the way I mean, the let way the work speak for itself. I right, guess. right, right. I mean, Netflix. I'll be candid. The way the way I found out about it was Netflix did its part. It, it dropped. It was one of the banners, but the trailer was interesting enough. That's all the conversation. Trailers, <laughs> trailers are uh, can be really good. It, it was good enough to where I'm like, it touched on everything that speaks to me. Yeah, and, and Jonah Hill. You know, he's he looks like he's thirty nine, born in nineteen eighty three. Uh, he and then it, 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 I I'm I'm excited to see what he has coming forward. Um, out of this because it, it I mean he really I I in my opinion I think he really set he established himself as a as an auteur director. I don't know if that's something that kids say nowadays an auteur director. <laughs> oh yeah, he's have you seen mid nineties? I've been wanting to see that not, movie. I have not seen it now. Okay, that probably that deserves a, uh, uh, a watch. Maybe we'll we'll talk about it. I don't know. So, right. uh, but yeah, recommend it. Check it out. Uh, let's close out with our usual. What are we watching, guys? What are we watching? Are we watching The Last of Us. It's gonna. It had it drop. Did you watch it yet, guys? We have not. We have not. Are are you on a are you on are we should we do a watch party? And Tony, are you watching The Last of Us? No, I keep hearing about it. Ah, like that's not watching it. Yeah, it's all good. You know who wrote it, right? No, you know who wrote Craig Mazin. Oh, Craig Mazin. Oh yeah, shit, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Craig Mazin. Shout out to the Script Notes podcast. Yes, yeah. He's it's funny. He made like a big shift because I think at least like I feel like when you and I were listening to it. He used to like write like these comedies. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of like stepped out of his lane with like I guess like Chernobyl was like his first yeah, yeah. big thing. Yeah, yeah. He made this like big shift, which is right. Sounds like kind of unheard of in fil- in like screenwriting. It's like you're kind of it's almost like they get typecast like actors. Well, he was strictly he was strictly cinema. He, I mean, like he 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 was only doing features, right? When we were watching, or yeah, we were, yeah, and then yeah, we, yeah. We saw the right. like Mark to catch catch up. So the guy who wrote. Uh, the Last of Us, uh, Craig Mazin, the guy's like the creator. Uh, I mean, of the of the TV show. It's Antonio and I like we were, we were following their podcast. Scriptno, honestly, oh. Scriptnos is kind of like what brought me into podcasts. I wasn't really into podcasts until I was listening to his, him and John August, and uh, That's true. Antonio and I would even we would go to a couple of their live shows. And I think I tweeted Craig Mazin. And he liked yeah. like tweets and oh really no, no. yeah so it was kind of like a, I'm like hey, that's my boy you know and it's, it's I'm like this is like we've been following him all along and like a little fanboy but his his thing was always he did the scary movies he, or he did one of the scary movies and then he did the Hangover films right and then he did Road Trip with Jason Bateman so yeah. so he was that was kind of like his lane and anytime he talked about um. Like his experience with filmmaking, it was always those those movies, and so. But he was really he's really smart and really like he had great advice. And then, and then all of a sudden, like I didn't watch, I didn't really listen to the podcast for a while. And then, 
Chernobyl dropped. And then it said Craig Mazin. I'm like, Craig motherfucking Mazin made Chernobyl? Holy shit. This is like so not like what he was used to writing. And it's have you seen Chernobyl, Mark? Yes. Uh, your recommendation. It was amazing. Yes, was I did. Good. That was yeah. It was, it was awesome. And then he stepping up to do Last of Us, and and uh, that movie's that I think is a hit. I really enjoy it. I may get Tony to watch an episode uh, yeah. with me tonight, and we'll see how it goes. I make it. We'll see. We'll see. I make. I make convince them to watch. You should make them watch the new. Let's just at do least a watch one. party. Let's just do I the watch party. Let's do the watch. Well, party. I gotta start. Up, I gotta start them on episode one. God damn it, Antonio, man! No, man. Gotta... Well, I haven't really watched much of anything these days. I kind of been, you know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh, I've been watching Your Honor. It's back, season two. It's about a judge who had to make some difficult calls due to some um, very, very uh, bad mistakes that his son made. So it's on Showtime. It's called Your Honor, and it's really good. It's the the lead actor from... um, Oh, it's escaping me. Your Honor. They... Okay, what... You guys are going to be like, are you kidding me, Mark? They used to make... He was a teacher, and they used to make... Like uh, in a trailer. Oh, that's uh, your uh, Brian Cranston. Yes. Holy oh, shit. He's, uh, what was his what? What You're was that? Of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, he's the lead, the teacher, I guess. Yeah, Breaking Bad. So he judge he's confronts judge. his convictions when his son is involved in a hit and run that embroils an organized family. What? I didn't know yeah. he was on a Showtime anything. Oh, it's so good. That's it's it. filmed in Louisiana, oh, right there oh. in French Quarter. And it is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it's he makes some very difficult compromises and decisions to protect his son. And check it out. How you're welcome. How are you getting Showtime? I have the app. How does <laughs> everybody get Showtime? No, I'm like, saying like is it bundled or something? I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sharing somebody's password. Can I get the password? <laughs> I know. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you in front of all these damn people all around the world listening. To me. I mean, this is a trap. <laughs> okay. Uh, shoot. Uh, and we are in award season. We we will do movie news or whatever. We are in award season. The awards have dropped. Have you guys? Uh, do you know? Do you have you been following the nominations? Uh, I'm voting for everybody black. <laughs> that's all no wakanda forever was not nominated for best picture mark okay mm, i don't care i'm this just rooting for everybody black. Black. <laughs> get into it <laughs> all right we're, oh, we're, we're, we're gonna well, call will it. smith is not <laughs> no yeah will smith Yo. is there i'm gonna go Keep my name <laughs> out your mouth. 